Hello, traders and friends. Welcome to the last episode in 2020 of the Are You Green podcast. I'm really excited to spend the last trading day wrapping up 2020 with all of you. Today is Thursday, December 31st, and it's already 2021 in Dubai. I just got to see some fireworks from Dubai. It was beautiful. I hope that everyone has plans to have a very safe New Year's tonight as we are still in the midst of a pandemic. The SPY previous close was $371.99. It's now around $372.90, and it's really rallied over the day. It's just been climbing, so the SPY, the S&P 500, is green. The XLK technology sector from the S&P had a previous close of $129.83. It's now at $129.85, so it's also experiencing that same rally towards the end of 2020, and it is barely green and now the question everybody wants to know are you green in my personal trading accounts no I'm not I'm red and that's okay I am happy with what I'm holding I'm excited to go over the biggest loser that I'm holding for 2020 as well as the biggest winner and you would be surprised they're not as different as you would think coming up on the news today we're just going to take a look at the major business business indexes and the market and see how we are ending 2020. And of course, in a few hours, really, it will be the start of 2021. But there's a change coming to Social Security. So I definitely want to touch base on that. And then I have a New Year's resolution to share and a tip about making your own. Stay tuned. Trading today was fairly muted due to low volume as the major money managers are holding off on making any big changes to their portfolios on this last day of 2020. That gives us some time to review the markets for the year. The markets in review are actually crazy and all the investors agree. Based on what's happened in the world with the pandemic, you would not think that we would be ending the year with the Dow Industrials up 6%, the S&P 500 up 15%, the Russell 2000 up 19%, and the NASDAQ Composite up 43%. This is huge for both the NASDAQ and the S&P 500. If we combine the gains with 2019, this makes the best two-year run since 98.99. That's a little concerning to me because 98.99 was the height of the dot-com boom. So we might have a tech bubble that is forming and will burst, but I guess we can talk about that on another episode. I would love to start kind of creating more focus episodes where we can dive into historical issues with the market to take a look at what happened 
and just be better aware if we see those trends happening again. Besides this, there is still huge optimism for synchronized global recovery in 2021. Starting at midnight, the social security laws will change regarding what the new full retirement age is. Just to give you some background, I mean, this used to be like around 65 or 65 in a few months. Then they changed it to um, people born after 1959. So that means they would be around 61 now. They have to wait until uh, 66 years plus 10 months. And that's gonna increase to 67 years. So, I mean, for those of you who are 59, I know there's not many of you um, who listen to the podcast. You guys are about 7% of the listenership, but do keep Keep in mind how much longer you're going to need to be in the workforce before you can uh, take out Social Security and start planning alternative retirement plans like yesterday, so as soon as possible. And for those of you, uh, the majority of the audience that are much younger, please keep in mind how this could affect your family. And now is the time, even if your parents are in their 40s, please bring these issues up with your family to start to help them save for retirement. Don't be embarrassed to talk about tough issues like money. Even if you are pretty young, I know a majority of the listeners are 24 to 30, it can be difficult to approach these topics with your parents because they kind of have this feeling that they know best in general. But it is you know, really important that as an adult now, you guys look out for each other. But start that conversation as soon as possible so that you can plan together what's going to happen with your family in you know 20 years so when the ball drops for 2021 i'm just gonna feel rejuvenated to start a brand new year and with that comes a new year's resolution lots of people i'm sure have new year's resolutions out there i have a special type of formula that i do each year that i would love to share with you so i always have have a new year's resolution that includes three points first of all all three of these large goals are measurable so that's really important when you guys are coming up with your new new year's resolution is to have a measurable goal and to really flush it out how will you get there so the three prong new year's resolution that i have has two items that are relatable to work and has one item that is really personal. So the first item for work is to take better analysis of my trading journal. Like most traders, all traders actually, if you guys didn't know, should have a trading journal that really goes over your moves every day and keeps track of what you bought, what you sold, etc. I know that all the brokerage firms keep track of that information for you, which is great because, you know, if you're a couple days behind on the journal, you have that information, but you really need to take control of your trading habits by keeping this trading journal on the side as well. It also is extremely helpful if you have multiple brokerage accounts like I do. Since I have all that data, there's so much that I can do with it. And so that is one of my big goals 
for this New Year's resolution is to start analyzing that data. And maybe I can do a screen share on YouTube or something about that. Number two is to provide you guys with more content. I have all of these ideas. I'm gonna have special episodes really focusing in on explaining some market terms. I've got special episodes focusing in on historical stock moves so we can learn from those moments in history. And I have special interviews. So all of that will make 2021 an awesome year for the podcast. And I cannot wait to start that journey with all of you listeners. And my third resolution is to remain close relationships with family. My family is incredible. And however, they are miles and miles and miles away, which means I really need to step up my game and be a lot better about communicating with the people that I love. I hope that my New Year's resolution format has inspired you to make your own New Year's resolution and achieve your goals in 2021. Now, let's just look right into my personal accounts. I have two major trades I want to share with you. They're the biggest losing trade I am currently holding for the year. And if it was actualized, it would be my biggest loss of the year, but I'm not selling it. And then I have the largest gain of the year. So what's crazy about these two companies is that they are both significantly up for the year. So we have OSTK, that's overstock. It's up 595% this year. And then Nivida, that's NVDA, it's up 120% this year. Based on those numbers alone, you would think that my winner is OSTK and my loser might be NVDA. No, not at all. OSTK, I am holding for a swing trade and I'm now down 18%. Although it's higher in for the year than Nivida, that is my loser. I am down 18% on this trade. That's very significant for me. I do always put in place two different types of numbers. So first is a time stop. I like to hold these um, swings, especially if I had been thinking more of a short-term swing, that's 90 days for me. I know that doesn't seem short-term to some people, but 90 days is what I consider a short-term swing, as opposed to NVDA, I'm holding that for a very, very, very long swing, if not just a long-term holding. So that's kind of the difference there. But with OSTK, I did buy OSTK recently around December 18th when I saw that the ticker was rallying around a monthly pivot point and I had anticipated that it would go up to the 62 monthly pivot after reaching the 54. Did it make that action? No, it didn't. It blew right past down my 54 indicator and it's continued to march down slowly ever since. I do have a artificial stop. When I say artificial stop, that means that I have a stop level that's alerted, that's indicated very strongly with drawings on my charts, but it's not an order in. Um, so I do have an artificial stop down at 47. It's pretty crazy because today it reached the lowest in 90 days at 47.71. Um, it has bounced since then, it's sitting 
trading at 48 right now. I'm not concerned because the spread on this stock is huge. I mean, my target was originally 68, and now I think if I continue to hold and push past this time, it can hit back up towards 75 in 2021. So I'm not worried. I'm going to continue to hold it, but it is interesting that I would be holding my biggest loser down 18% that happens to be one of the biggest winners for 2021. 2020. So typical there. But again, do not panic. Let's look at a winner. So NVDA, I have seen this ticker grow, you know, since the pandemic, really, when everyone started pouring money into the chip into the chip companies. And I bought this in July at 40930 because I saw a really great pullback in this stock and I wanted to buy it for a very long-term investment. So I saw the pullback down into the 400s. I bought there, my average is 409.30. So it is now up about 26% from where I bought. Really great gain. And this is not a short-term swing. I bought this on a totally separate brokerage account so that it can be a long-term investment. For those of you who are looking to swing trade more often, but you're concerned because you also believe it's important to have long-term investments in the stock market, I 100% agree. And what you should do is you should open up separate accounts. This can be with the same broker if you really like your trading platform, or it could be with two totally different brokers. So many people have done this in 2020. They've opened up a second account on something like Robinhood just to try out swing trading and day trading. Again, though, be careful of the pattern day trader rule. So if you have an account that is under $25,000, you can only execute day trades up to three day trades in a five day period. That is really the only issue to remember with day trading in this separate account, uh, especially you know if, if you you never encountered those problems before in a larger trading account. But again, just having separate accounts is a really great peace of mind, especially if you know, you're really concerned that one trade has gone against you. It doesn't ruin all of your beautiful gains in your long-term holdings. And that is all, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to the Are You Green podcast. I have really enjoyed making this podcast every single trading day. It's now my 47th episode. Really crazy. I never thought I would enjoy it this much, just to be honest. And what's made it even more worth it are all of the comments that I've received from you guys, messages that I've gotten on Instagram. You can um, follow me at Podcast. So thank you really. If you weren't listening, then it would not be worth it. And I just cannot wait to continue the podcast in 2021. So until then, I hope you have an amazing new year and I cannot wait to trade with you all in 2021. Thank <laughs> you.